Fail Rig FM. Hello, and welcome back to The Mystery Machine, the closest thing Bayrog FM has to a science show. This is the show where every week we take a spooky mystery and we try and figure out what probably actually happened. As always, I'm your host Angus, and joining me as ever is my good mate James. Hello there. How are you doing this week, James? Bad. Oh no. Not big with that kid. <laughs> I, I always had to grow <laughs> For a solid second, I thought it was just going to be like recorded, like argument. Between <laughs> <them. Yeah. laughs> oh no! Come That's on, a... what mystery got this week? I was about to say, yeah, to cheer you up, we have the Oak Island mystery. Ooh, this is a good time. I had a lot of fun researching this one because uh, it's very dumb, but also weirdly sinister, which I think. That's the motto of the show, it should be. It's the whole vibe, really. Yeah. Our story begins, as all good stories do, with a pirate. In the early 1700s, a crewmate of infamous pirate captain William Kidd, he was on his deathbed, and claimed that there was a treasure worth £2 million buried somewhere on Oak Island, Nova Scotia. It was left as kind of like an urban legend, like not even the crewmate is actually named, so it's just kind of like this myth of the Oak Island treasure. That was until 1799, when a man by the name of Daniel McGuinness was scouting the location of a farm on Oak Island, and he found a depression in the ground, like essentially like evidence that a hole had been dug, not like the ground was just really sad. (laughs) It's been a rough week, people keep walking on me. (laughs) I feel that. With the help of some fellow workers, McGuinness dug about two feet into the ground, when they came across two large stones, which sat above like large oak planks, so like seemingly used as some kind of platform as they excavated this pit. So these men kept on digging, finding these weird oak planks every 10 feet or so, until they had an excavation about 30 feet deep. Wow. Yeah. Then, the men had a bout of what they call superstitious dread, and abandoned the dig site. That's weird. Yeah. You think if you've dug 30 feet, no matter how scared you got, you would still carry on, especially if you think this, do these guys know this treasure? Well, so it's kind of like an urban thing, so I think McGuinness was kind of thinking, oh, this could be the Oak Island um, treasure, but... They don't know for sure. Okay, that's 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 a coward's move, that guy. <laughs> so, what do you think could be buried here? Um, two million pounds. Is that old in old money? That's in old money. So, adjusted for inflation, that would be all. Let me do the maths. A lot. That's like I do not believe there's two million there on the basis that must be a lot. Yeah. Of stuff. Yeah. And surely someone would have noticed a dig going on, or that's a big dig for a. Big amount of money. It's <laughs> an excellent point. I hadn't thought of it that way. But so a few years later, 1802, mm-hmm. a group of treasure hunters known as the Onslow Company sailed to Oak Island and try and continue this dig. They triple the depth of the excavation, creating a huge 90-foot hole in the ground, and every 10 feet they keep finding these oak planks. But that's not all they found. As the pit got deeper, they found some really encouraging stuff, like evidence of an original excavation, mm-hmm. like picks, pickaxes, like loose soil. Then, deeper still, they found like coconut fibres, and like coconuts are not native to Nova Scotia, so this kind of implies that people have been here before, and these people were, of uh, maybe like um, pirates of the Caribbean, one might say. They brought snacks. <laughs> and then, around eighty feet down in this hole, they find a two foot by two foot stone square with strange markings, symbols, and drawings carved into it. I'm going to stop you there. Okay. I understand the fear that those guys have now. <laughs> because even I'm now like, no, don't open that thing, no. Well, so they, the stone isn't described very well, and the details of where it came about, some reports say it came from a chimney, some say they found it in the hole, and it was just kind of like given to this local family. 
But when the stone was removed, the pit mysteriously flooded, filling it with 60 feet of water, essentially setting the Onslow Company back to stage one. So then they tried to dig like a parallel shaft and like dig under the flooding or like try and like drain some of it. That flooded too. <laughs> Good work, guys. Well, so eventually the Onslow Company ran out of money and the pit was kind of abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> But that's so Eldritch, though, right? If you're going to bury treasure, that's that's a great burying. Yeah. no one can find it. I mean, it's, it's a bad one in the case that you're not going to be able to get it mm-hmm. either. Well, so the way it's described is they removed the stone and then, like, the next day it flooded. So it's not like it was holding back all this water. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like some kind of side effect. Ooh. Demonic stuff, yeah. Then in 1849, so it was abandoned for about three decades... Another group called the Truro Company got investor backing to use a pod auger, which is like this very special kind of drill mm-hmm. that essentially would drill through the water down below and bring material back up. When drilling got past the 90 meter mark, the pod auger brought some kind of metal back up with it. So there's clearly something buried down there. Nearly 100 feet down, and this pit just keeps getting weirder. So the Truro Company dug a new shaft a few metres northwest of the original mm-hmm. and then dug a tunnel sideways to try and like connect to this original pit. Three guesses to what happened to that. Hooray! <laughs> At this point, the workers began to suspect that maybe the Oak Island pit was connected to the sea. <laughs> <laughs> How long does that take, boys? 60, 70 years? Because literally, they literally like, this keeps on flooding. There is not physically enough water that we can, like, put it back. Next plan, drain the sea. So, more so they went along the coast and they found, like, this little flood tunnel mm-hmm. that they tried to seal up. Like, they couldn't remove the water that was already in the pit, but they could stop some more getting in. So then, they dug another 118-foot deep shaft and once again tried to get through to the original pit. In the process of this, something happened, and the, and the bottom of the Oak Island money pit collapsed. Like, and this new tunnel flooded as well. <laughs> so somewhere beneath the original Oak Island pit, there is another, like, structure of some kind filled with something. The Truro Company would like to have found out what, but they went bankrupt in 1851. <laughs> so the extra curse on this is that it bankrupts companies. Yeah. As well as the flooding. Well, it does. This feels like an incredibly elaborate way of hiding something. Mm. To the point where, like, we're, what, Ooh, 150 years after this legend started and nobody has managed to get through. That's incredible, right? And it's just a hole that keeps flooding. And it, how did they even... How did they build it? <laughs> that it's is a so question. Deep. We'll come back to that. It's just incredible. Why do you think it's so elaborate? I have no idea. Pirates, I guess. Like, I mean, sometimes in the Paris Caribbean films, they have some weird things. Yeah. But, um... Wow. I have no clue. That is brilliant. Because 100 feet, that's that's a lot of feet. Yeah, it was well over 100 feet now because like the bottom of the shaft collapsed at 118 feet into this new mm. cavern or cave or whatever. So there's so much bigger there's, there's no telling how deep this thing goes. So several other companies came and went over the years. By 1867, Oak Island was like completely like riddled with boreholes and tunnels and treasure hunters. <laughs> By 1899, like this, a, a century after the original legend began... Uh, two people had died in excavation accidents. Oh, Jesus. Then in 1909, the Old Gold Salvage Group arrived on Oak Island. Another professional team of excavators, treasure hunters, you know. I wonder uh, if there'll be any flooding or bankruptcy involved with these guys. Well, one of their members was um, Franklin D. Roosevelt, future oh. president of the United States of America, who kept up to date with Oak Island until his death. 
And like this is because they had to give up after three months of fruitless excavation. <laughs> By this point, the site had got the unofficial title of the Oak Island Money Pit, considering how much was being like just wasted in trying to find the bottom of this thing. Ah, okay. And every decade or so, another group will see like try some new method of excavating. So I'll just rattle the rest of these off quickly. Go on. William Chappell tried to excavate the pit in 1931 and found a handful of artifacts about 127 feet down in the pit, like an axe and a mining pick. These probably belong to like just some of the previous excavators, mm-hmm. but it just it's evidence that this place has been like kind of sought after before. Gilbert Hedden made six trips to Oak Island between 1932 and 1939. None of these were successful. He got the King George of England involved at one point. Wow. Not physically digging up. <laughs> Go on, grab a shovel every, every hand. Come on, George. <laughs> um, the Restore Company attempted to seal another one of the sources of flooding because um, there's like apparently a bunch of flood chambers across mm. the island. So what they did was they poured red paint down into the hole and then saw where it would spill out of the coast. Ah, okay. It's um, called like diet tracking or something like that. Um, four out of the five men died trying to do this breathing in hydrogen sulfide fumes. That's not good. No, not at all. I'm going to say that's the worst plan so far, guys. <laughs> Starting in 1967, a syndicate formed, not like a criminal one, but like these, this business syndicate called the Triton Alliance. Mm-hmm. They actually made a great deal of headway in only 30 years. Oh. Then the business partners fell out. And then the shaft collapsed again. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come back to them, though, because they did find something possibly very important. Ooh. And the excavations have kept on going, right up until 2011, all just as fruitless. Like, nowadays you have to have a specific, like, treasure trove license to go and dig there, and, like, you need to lease the land. So the Oak Island Money Pit is still an available site, it's just that nobody's bothered with it for a while. I guess after 200 years of just failure, Yeah. maybe people are starting to take the hint now. <laughs> it's become a bit of a tourist attraction actually, it's kind of like a protected-ish kind of nature reserve. I guess they would kind of really lose the business yeah. if it was found. That's true. Would you like to dive into some rooms and theories? Go for it. So you remember that mysterious stone they found in the second excavation? Mm-hmm. Well, in 1909, when um, Roosevelt and Co. came to the island, um, the captain of the expedition went to go and examine it, and he was presented with just a blank rock that had no symbols of it of any kind. And considering the hardness of this rock, it was like basalt, um, it's, lo- it's not likely that they eroded or were just scratched off. Nobody's quite sure why this rock is so important, and as I said, the details around it have changed. There's been a replica made, based on the original description written in a report from 1849. Mm-hmm. But um, the symbols are just guesswork at best. That's interesting. I guess the two the two options there is that it's been taken away and this is a fake. Mm. Or that the original never had symbols on in the first yeah. place. Yeah. It, it seems like the sort of thing that if you're already spooked by this case, you might be like, and then we saw a rock with symbols. Like, yeah. it, it all fits together into this spooky narrative. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it could be warding people off coming to try and find it again. Yeah. That's a good theory, actually. But you know that progress I mentioned that the Titan Alliance made? Mm-hmm. Um, Triton Alliance, sorry. They sent cameras down into the original shaft, which allegedly captured footage of treasure chests and skeletons before the shaft collapsed. This has never been concerned, uh, confirmed, because the Triton Alliance collapsed shortly after, along with the pit. Um, <laughs> That's kind of really cool, though. Yeah, no, absolutely. So there might be something down there. A few other people have sent cameras down, but the water's too murky to make out anything kind of, you know, solid. Yeah, I guess that's 
That could once again could easily be faked. We saw skeletons. We saw a treasure chest. Yeah. It's been unconfirmed as well. So, but if they did, that's that's so cool. That's great, right? Now, let's talk about the one-time actual scientist got involved. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Actually, this has just been treasure hunters. Yeah, treasure hunters. So, what did the the so-called scientists? <laughs> Say an oceanographer was brought onto the site to try mm-hmm. and determine like the origin of the Oak Island pit. He ruled that the flood tunnels were actually just a natural phenomenon caused by the island's geography, rather than like an actual planned or man-made trap to keep people out of the pit. Mm-hmm. So the person or people who dug the Oak Island money pit probably didn't actually intend for it to be so difficult to dig back up. <laughs> <laughs> so like whoever still dug this hole was still trying to bury it deep. Mm. Well, speaking of. The people who dug it. Let's talk about what's been theorised to be in the Oak Island pit. This treasure worth two million pounds. Mm-hmm. Obviously there's Captain Kidd's treasure. Like the infamous thing. Like one of his crewmates started this legend. So his estimated loot would be somewhere around one or two million pounds. Which again adjusted for inflation. That's a lot of money. Although it's probably in treasure rather than... Yeah it's not. Which in... probably means it's worth even more. Because it's like an artifact you know. Mm. It's not in pounds and sterling. Other people have theorised it's um, Edward Teachers, aka Blackbeard, because he famously buried his treasure where none but Satan and himself could find it. <laughs> and a bunch of people, like... Yeah. Uh, the, the problem with all of this is it, they've picked the famous boys. Yeah. It could be Blackbeards, it could be kids. Mm-hmm. It's it, it sure. Yeah. Like, that's, that's just... That's a kid's story, really. Yeah, true. True. I mean, there's other pretty plausible theories, like... People have cited, like, Incans, Aztecs, Mayans. Like, it's just treasure that they hid from invading foes or stuff like that. So there's some of the more plausible ones. Mm-hmm. There's another one that says, like, the pit was just, like, a natural oven, like a kiln, to try and, like, make a bunch of tar. That's boring. Yeah, it's pretty boring. It's... But then there's some real stinkers. I'm going to list these in ascending order of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> one person speculated... That these, uh, the pit contains unfinished plays and manuscripts and proof that Francis Bacon was in fact William Shakespeare. Um, this one I don't hate because this is already a theory that's been floated. Like there's certain people who think there's some kind of hidden message in Shakespeare's plays and evidence to the fact that he was Francis Bacon. But like a hundred feet? Yeah. For some, for some evidence? Yeah. The kicker to this one is that the theory just also went, oh yeah, you know that mysterious stone carvings? It was a cipher to decode the Shakespeare play. Oh, it's the Da Vinci Code for, yeah. for Shakespeare. That's the part that makes it really dumb. <laughs> like, if they just said, oh, it could be proof that Francis Bacon was Shakespeare, that's yeah. dumb, but it's not, like, uber dumb, you know? <laughs> that is, and are you saying that this is the least in the ascending uh, dumbness? Yeah, we've got two more. Oh, no. So, s- silver medal. Marie Antoinette's jewels, smuggled out of revolutionary France by her maid, or so the story goes. But this maid apparently managed to get from France to Canada and dig a hundred-odd foot pit on her own, all the while smuggling precious jewellery. You just can't get the stuff like you used to. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I was about to say that sounded like a more plausible one, but you are right. Like, for her to go all the way to Canada... That's, that's less plausible. Because at least Francis Bacon had resources. <laughs> and this this final one. This is the real... This is the gold medal for just stinky theory. Oh, brilliant. The Holy Grail and or the Ark of the Covenant <laughs> buried by either <laughs> the Knights Templar or King Arthur. 
<laughs> so what these guys have done is they've taken some bullshit <laughs> and they've decided to just roll with it and call that a theory. <laughs> That's not a theory. That's a bunch of words. It's just people going, hey, this would be cool. <laughs> yeah, it's that thing of, like, maybe Mothman's an alien. Sure, but it doesn't solve anything. Yeah. That's not a theory. You're just saying a thing. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's really cool he found the Ark of the Covenant on him. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. What do you think? What What do you think is down there after I've rattled off some of the oh, infinite possibilities of so the much, So much to choose from. Mm. Is, it, is it the key to Shakespeare? Is it, is it an Indiana Jones film? <laughs> Um, I th- I think. I think it's just treasure. Just regular bog standard golden stuff. I reckon it's gold. Like I reckon it's it, it predates everyone involved in this story. All right. Definitely. Actually, there's that one guy who's like who knew that it was there, so that's weird. Mm. But for the most part, I reckon it's just a treasure that was buried deep. Uh, someone was gonna pick up in five years time, <laughs> and they just didn't. To be fair, people were dropping like flies around this time. Maybe he meant to come back for it. Exactly, and maybe this guy who was with Captain Kids heard it at the, like in a tavern. Oh yeah. And he's like, "We should go get around to that sometime," and he didn't. It that that's so much better because instead of people just burying companies into mm. the, the Ark of the Covenant, it's just some dude's treasure, mm. and that's br- I love that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and on that note. I've been Angus. And I've been James. And this has been The Mystery Machine. You can catch us every Wednesday wherever you get good podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Spooky underscore Barrett to keep up to date with everything we do.